Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Mindset Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. I'm a leadership coach and a feng shui practitioner. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I know that you, just prior to this podcast, you elbowed a glass of water and ice and it's all over the floor. So cleaned well, I, you cleaned it, but I want to know what you're drinking now because I am drinking sparkling water with lemon and raspberry. I feel like I might've drank that last week with gin, but this time I'm just drinking sparkling water. Ah, uh, are you drinking water or well, I was, to- but when I spilled it, I'm like, the universe wants me to open up some Prosecco. Oh, so nice. I am having a little Lamarca Prosecco with a little Empress gin. Oh, because it kind of feels like gin. one of those. What's that? Prosecco with the gin. Yeah. We did that on the show one time. Did we? Oh, yeah, because I was so excited that you introduced this to me. And then I introduced it to my friends and my friends went ate shit crazy over it yes I remember and they said let's put it with Prosecco and I'm like that's brilliant plus it's so purpley and so cute but you know what I'm almost 51 now Mm -hmm. and this is our 49th episode so like those two combos my brain is probably going to never remember that again even you're gonna have to tell me again (laughs) do you know what we're drinking next week I do I have had this box of Dom sitting there waiting. I can't wait to put it in the fridge. It's like, oh, it is the best experience. Well, we could talk about this next week, but it's the best experience. I love opening it up and like, it's just like so, so fancy. Mm. It's like next level. Yeah. I just, I just love it so much. So I am so, and I think it's so appropriate that we're going to be drinking that for our 50th episode, because I feel like we are so much more next level. Totally. We were 50 episodes ago. Yeah. Like the growth has been crazy. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh And we're also both 50. And we are both 50. Next week, I'll be 51, but you know, it's the same. It's we're all in the fifties. <laughs> yes. I'm right behind you, girl. Episodes and birthdays. We're all in the fifties. <laughs> yep. I love it. Yes. Yeah. We just booked a camping trip today. That is our annual trip for Christmas. We go with the family. It's like Christmas shopping. Oh, we go into, we find cute little towns. Yeah. We bring our camper. We go into cute little towns to go shopping. Paul dresses up like Santa Claus, walks through downtown. Um, But we booked it today. I was like, I remember when we went last year because we were talking about it on the show. Mm, Yes. And I remember thinking, wow, (laughs) can't camp here in Canada at this time. I mean, Texas and Alberta. Totally different, totally different climate zones. (laughs) What is your weather there right now? Right now, I think, well, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Is there ice on the ground? No, (gasps) there is no ice, but all of the leaves are fallen or 
are falling, almost all gone, and they're all yellow and super pretty, um, yellow and reds, and and like it's like a beautiful fall day. That's why y'all are having Thanksgiving this weekend because we're thankful. Yes, well, and it's fall, and there's the harvest mm. during the fall, right? Yes. Oh, 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 yeah, and this is your Thanksgiving is later. Yes, because we're not there yet. Your harvest would be later. Yeah, we have um, a very short season, so. Okay. Yeah. Add a history lesson. Okay. I, I know. Talk about. Well, okay. I want to talk about this Brene Brown quote. I like Brene Brown. Love her. I mean, like she says some just magical shit, right? But this is, this quote I really, really liked, and it's from Braving the Wilderness, her book. Okay. Braving the Wilderness, the quest for true belonging and courage to stand and the courage to stand alone, which is leadership, right? I think we get, we get, well, I'm a leadership coach, so let's go there for a second. But I think we get confused because, because women typically think I can't be a leader because I don't have a team or I can't be a leader because I'm not in a business or I can't be a, you know, and I just think leading is leading yourself. It's like being okay with standing on your own and doing your own thing. Yeah, that's leadership. Yeah, you know. And we, I guess we talked about this a few, maybe last podcast or a podcast before. It's like, you know, I don't like my son's haircut. I mean, I know that it's trendy, but ew. And you know, and so I'm saying, like, I can't expect him to be leader and then do what I tell him to do. Dang, that Dang would be it. killer. That would be killer if I could. If I can tell him what to do and he did it yeah. and also he could be a leader, but it just doesn't work like that. Because then so, he'd always be looking to you for answers. Hey mom, what do you mean doing my hair? Yeah. And you'd that be like, be are you kidding me right now? You're, yeah, you're 54. Figure it out. She's got no. four hairs left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say no. Okay. So this quote from Brene Brown is, Stop walking through the world looking for confirmation that you don't belong. You will always find it because you've made that your mission. Stop scouring people's faces for evidence that you're not enough. You will always find it because you've made that your goal. True belonging and self-worth are not goods. We don't negotiate their value with the world. The truth about who we are lives in our hearts. Our call to courage is to protect our wild heart against constant evaluation especially our own. No one belongs here more than you. Like, I know, I just, I just, like I have full chills right now. Full chills. I felt that in my chest. Right? Isn't it just so powerful? Like it is my, oh, I would love one day to say something that powerful that just hits people in that way. In fact, that's my goal for every day. So, yeah. you know. Will you but, post that on our page? I will. I cool. will. Yeah, that was, I mean, it, it was so true. I mean, I just this week, I had an instance, and it wasn't a minute, it was days of me getting something in my head that was not really to my liking. Mm -hmm. And I kept looking for evidence of it. And I kept finding it everywhere I went. See, this means this. See, this yeah. means this. And then come to find out 
I was just making up a fucking story, Sandra. (laughs) I love these moments. I love these moments when we're the ones who say the stories in your head are not true. Tell a story that you want. Stop telling the bullshit stories that you don't want. And then it comes to bite us in the ass and we do it ourselves. Right. And, And it was, I think what was happening was it was teaching me, you're not, you're still in this. Like you have to be more deliberate because I remember I was on my way to work. I think it was on Wednesday morning and just not settled because I'm focusing on shit. That's not true. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And I turn the corner and I'm heading right towards work and the sun is coming up because it's early and it was like a painting and it was so beautiful And I said, you, or I didn't say it, but something in my head said it, you're using this to miss all of this. (gasps) And I was like, then I started going, everything's going to work out. I don't need to distract myself with this. It is what it is. It it is done. It's going to be, it is. Yeah. And whatever that is, is working out for me, no matter what it looks like in this moment. Absolutely. And, and that was the start of it. And then it was later in the day that, that I find out that this big stupid fear of mine is just bullshit and me making shit up. So, um, huge lesson, but that hit me, especially raw today. Yeah. Because we see evidence of whatever we want. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you think, you know, um, I don't know, she's mad at me, let's say, right. Like we're chicks and sometimes, (laughs) so, you know, she's mad at me, whether it's at work or whether it's a friend or whether it's a family member or whether it's whatever she's mad at me. I know she's mad at me. I, you know, and especially like, (laughs) this is like the most ridiculous thing, but so I, I mean, you and I, we grew up with typewriters and and with like actual words, actual words. So like, I'm noticing that I will just say these things like when I'm texting my daughter and I'm texting and this one time, let's say she thought I was mad at her, but actually this did happen. She said, why are you mad at me? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, why are you mad at me? Did you Um, type a K? I did. They think that means you're mad. Yes. Uh, It was K dot. And apparently that's like really fucking angry. Like, no, it's just time efficient. And I think I happened to hit the space bar twice or like, you know, like space, space. (laughs) And then I left left a period. Like I... And I'm like, I don't get this whole, it's a whole language. Like, why would that even be K dot or capital K? Like heaven forbid, or like- Somebody's making shit up and then telling other people this is true. Right. Mm -hmm. I said to my daughter, okay, this makes zero sense because you can have, like, you can say what the actual fuck is WTAF. Yeah. Or uh, she's famous for saying RN for right now, right? RN, RN, RN. And I can't say K instead of OKAY. 
And actually, I thought the proper way to say it was O and then a K. Like not okay, A Y. Like I don't know. I guess I never really used that in a in a yeah. paper for university. Like this is bizarre. But like even just like I am not mad. I'm at the grocery store. Like, can you pick up an avocado? Okay, what? <laughs> but she she would she could create mm-hmm. a story. Yeah that is not true it, she thinks something and then she starts to like look for yeah. evidence mm-hmm. to confirm that she's correct and that's what our brains do yeah it's just normal natural that's yeah. what we do it's part of it but here's the cool thing about that if it works for that shit it works for the good stuff too totally and when we can start to train ourselves to say Oh my God, what if this? And oh my God, what if mom's mad because I want an avocado? Or, right. oh my gosh, what if mom's going to bring me two? Oh, right. Or, oh no, oh no, we're so broke. We can't afford avocados, I guess. Right. Like who knows where the brain could go. Right. Instead yeah. of, oh, we're going to make guacamole or whatever. Right. Like, Hey, I'm really busy. I'm so excited. I'm going to go and buy all of these things. And we're going to have like a Mexican meal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know. When yeah. gas prices were really high, I think it was 2008 ish um, oh. or no 2006 or so. I don't remember, but it was a while ago and I had an SUV at the time. And it cost $75 to fill up my tank. Mm-hmm. And I remember we didn't have a whole lot of money. And I remember every time I filled up the tank, instead of getting freaked out because it was 75 fucking dollars, yeah, I would go, I am so grateful that I can fill up my tank. Mm-hmm. And it changed the way I felt about putting gas in my car. Absolutely. So, yes. Well, and I even see some coaches online and I've done this even myself, like just looking for abundance and everything. Right. So I've seen people like filling up their bathtub and then putting like on stories, like a, um, a video of them filling up their bathtub and then putting on like, a, um, I don't know what they are, but like, you know, the little like money that falls like to see abundance and everything. So abundance in water, seeing it as like oh. abundance of money or or um, making your coffee and having like little, like, um, like have, putting the, I, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, confetti? the little pictures, the little, uh, almost like confetti, but, but money. money. And just this like idea of there's abundance in everything. I, I was um, on a call with uh, Jenna this week and she was talking about something like often coaches, we have the same sort of basis, you know, we have the same sort of core things that we say or that we believe, but you know how like we say them in different ways. So it hits differently. And so she was talking about, well, really mindset, the story that you tell yourself, how you can get your shit together intentionally, how something that something, something that happens externally from us and we react to it, we'll stay stuck if we start to blame the external thing mm-hmm. instead of going, shit, I'm triggered by this. I feel this. 
-hmm. What is this feeling saying about me? And what if this is this feeling I have right now is helping me heal this permanently. Mm -hmm. And so, and I mean, this is nothing that we don't talk about. It's not something that I don't talk about in my courses, but the way she said it was so good. And what she said was when you have a negative feeling or a negative thought, so you find you, you attach it to the feeling Mm -hmm. and then you see what the feeling means. So what does it mean? And most of us, while we were doing this online, it was, I'm not good enough. I'm not enough. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is a core belief. Majority of us have to fight fight against every day. And so, so that was the core belief. And then what she said was anytime we have a negative thought, it's just a belief, just a thought there. It is also possible. The exact opposite of that is also possible. Yeah. To the stick two ends completely opposite. So if you have a negative thought, just flip it to exactly what is the exact opposite thought. And this is as just as possible as the negative one. Yeah. Yeah. So now you can get to neutral. Now you can get to neutral or better yet, you can get to the positive mm-hmm. You go. I am refusing to lead to believe this bullshit. And I'm going to look for evidence of the positive. And it's hard to go from this end of the stick to this end of the stick in one jump. So right. And that's why that's where people get stuck is because I'm fearful and I'm scared and you hate me and whatever. Yeah. And I'm over on this very, very edge. And then I want to be like, oh no, 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 she loves me and we're best yeah. friends forever. And we're gonna, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, that's not, it's more like an inch. Let me just think right. a thought that feels better. And then yeah. and then those baby steps to get there. I haven't found a quick boom moment. I, I have found, yeah. The only thing that I have found is, well, the thing that I teach is to feel the feelings, but not allow yourself to tell a story. Mm -hmm. So like, if I feel fear, I can sit and I can allow myself, okay, I'm just going to feel this fear. I'm going to feel the fear and I'm going to be okay. And And eventually I just get tired of feeling it. Right. Because like when you can't like, make, when you can't justify it, right? Then so it's it, like, well, what the hell is this? Right. So it's like anytime I have a thought, like this sucks, or what if, or this is going to be bad, or oh my gosh, this must be, I I won't allow my my story. Mm-hmm. I literally will not. I like it's like I try to like blank out my brain, and then eventually it's just like, okay, I'm really sick and tired of feeling feeling fearful. I'm just going to move. Mm-hmm. Like really, I just separate myself, my thoughts out and I just allow myself to feel yeah. and that's it. But I also can shift really fast by just saying, this is just a story I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. The equal or the opposite could be true. And I'm just going to not allow anything to be true. And it just goes yeah. neutral. And like if I shift neutral. Yes. Smaller stuff. But it's yes. the big things that we've been carrying around. Oh, we, that's when the step process, you know, just soothing your way. Yes. To the better feeling, One something better feeling thought after another. A deep trauma or a deep thing that you've held forever that is really hard to shift. Yeah. 
Absolutely. But yes, I, oh, well, it has been quite the week. I tell you, I think that there is something in astrologically. Well, Mercury that, went out of retrograde last Saturday. Okay. But it feels like it's still there. Yeah. Like, like I mean, everything seemed to be erupting around me so that I thought like, you know, on, um, on Christmas vacation, where she, did you watch, do you watch Christmas vacation? Um, that is a yearly tradition and sometimes twice. Okay. So, you know, when Clark is up in the attic and he steps on the, the big, huge two by six plank and it, it goes to hit him in the face. And then he turns around and goes to hit him in the face. And then he turns around. That was my week. Ah. I, and it wasn't my shit, but it was everyone else's shit. I like, I don't know how this is possible. It was, it was like, bang, 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 bang. I was just getting hit in the face. And a duck. <laughs> I know, I know. Stop moving. Just like sit, have a bath. Um, and then, but the entire time, I also kept thinking, this is like a volcano. You know, things are underneath the surface and it's just, things are all underneath the surface and they're not meant to be there. We're meant for greater things. So they can't just sit underneath the surface mm -mm. and be undisturbed because then we're not truly transformed. So sometimes yeah. they have to erupt so that we'll actually face them. We'll actually look at them. And then when they do, it's like, oh, okay, let's clear out all this garbage. Yeah. Let's clear out all this explosive crap mm -hmm. and like start again. And it gets pretty rocky when things are erupting and it's not very comfortable and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But it's like part of the healing process mm -hmm. because we can't be who we came here to be when we're carrying all that shit. That's not ours. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that is really, I think the other thing that I think helps me move through the days that suck, you know? And, and when I think in terms of like, where's the gift? Like Sarah Blakely says, right? Yeah. Where's the gift? In every single situation, every there's a gift. And so where is the gift in this? No matter how traumatizing, no matter how awful, sometimes even, you know, something really bad will happen, but what will emerge is, support from people that you didn't even know was there yeah or like a true friendship that you forgot existed I had a um a conversation with a friend of mine and she was really going through the rough stuff and she she said to me I'm sorry I was such a fucking train wreck and I said um a you weren't and also you didn't miss my Clark you, you missed my Clark Griswold moment from a few days ago, but I said, it's not a train wreck for us to acknowledge that sometimes life is hard. Mm -hmm. Like, what if we all, I mean, you and I, like you and I talk like this now, right? Like when one of us has a really shitty day, we'll text and go, okay, guess what? <laughs> like, right. And it doesn't I take, need a, I need a session real quick. <laughs> right. Exactly. But you know, I, I said, shouldn't we be able to sit in the mess? Like, what if it was what if what yeah. we could do 
is like actually be fucking real with people instead of trying to have everyone believe that everything is fine. But the thing is, is a lot of times it doesn't feel safe. Mm. It doesn't feel safe for us. There's judgment. Right. Or fear of judgment. Right. Um, Right. But when we can be in these friendships Mm-hmm. where it's brutal, brutal honesty. And we want the other person to win just as much as we want it for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And like, it's, it's the most enriching relationship ever. I bought her, um, this book and it's called, I'll be there, but I'll be wearing sweatpants. Um. And it's like, yeah, I got it. Who is it that writes this book? Jess Johnson is one of the co-authors and she really talks about like she was talking about motherhood and the realness of motherhood and how it's hard and the realness of friendships and how she's only willing to sit with people in friendship that will be there for her wearing sweatpants Mm -hmm. you know like the real she celebrates the real relationships the real friendships and that's like and that's what I said to her like real friendships mm-hmm. are the ones where like we can sit here greasy hair ponytail glass of wine or no makeup couple bottles no makeup sweatpants yeah and like just hang out and be just allow us to be and be in our messiness yeah and like there's nothing better than that yeah i this is why i love coaching too because Somehow we skip the years and years and years that it takes to develop that safety. Mm -hmm. And some of my coaching clients, like, like I can't get over how quickly we can shift to extremely honest. And that isn't just one way either, because I am just as honest with them. Yeah. Yeah. We have to be. Like you can, you build that trust so fast and that safety so fast. And it is just so rewarding for me to be in that sweatpant feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That comfortable, safe place. Yeah. Where you can just be like where you can just be and say, fuck. Well, just like last week, parenting adult children. Not easy. Not easy. Like, holy, I thought they were on their own at 18 and they're not. Mm -hmm. And so every conversation that I have, you know, with my friends like this, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm really sucking this. Like, you know, how I did not anticipate this. And the conversations that I'm not really that into are the ones that says, oh, my children are amazing. Well, never had any problems. Yeah. And, (laughs) oh, you're struggling, are you? Oh, that's unfortunate. I can't help you because I've never had any problems. They, yeah, like, you know, I I don't really know. I was lucky enough to have a girlfriend 10 years older than I am. Mm -hmm. She is 10 years and one day. No, no. I'm making her older. She's nine years and one day older than I am. Okay. And she lived up the street for years and we just had dinner this past week, but, um, I saw her kids grow up Mm. and her oldest is almost 30. 
she almost 30. She's four. She's older. She's either late twenties, almost 30. Okay. So our kids were in, you know, middle school or elementary middle school and then high school and Logan graduated with her, one of her younger daughter. Right. But I was with her through all the phases of her oldest. Yeah. Everything from sex to driving to drinking to all the sneaking out, all this. And she never hit it. Mm-hmm. We because we walked every morning. Oh, nice. And she was like, Well, this is going on with this one. And 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 then and then menopause, going through menopause, shared oh. all of her, you know, what she was going through. So I felt like I had a preview. I felt like for the first time in my life, there was someone that was kind of giving me, okay, this stage looks like this. Yeah. And, and she never said those words but it's the way she explained it. Exactly. And this, this I find too, um, like I have a friend who has a son who's a lot younger than Cole, um, like six years younger than Cole, but he plays football. And so she will talk to me about football at that age. And I remember like, I can just relate so much more because I've been through it at that age like, cause Cole started when he was in grade nine and that's the age that this boy's in. Yeah. So it's like, I can relate at that age, how it felt, how they reacted, why the coaches do the things that they do at that age and what it looks like next year and why. And, you know, it's like, it makes it easier for you to go through that moment because you kind of have this, like you said, this preview. Yeah. And, and you know, it's more perfect. Right. So it made it okay when mine weren't too. Yes. Then I saw it as just a phase. Do what? Right. Then we have less judgment on ourselves. Yeah. Because of course, this is the developmental stage of these kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. And I mean, even you can do that for me because sometimes I'll message you and then you'll go, oh yeah, Logan did that too. Or right. Like, and so that's like, oh, okay. It's just a phase. Like relax. and and we move on Mm -hmm. and it just it feels so good so much better than a relationship or a friendship or a client coach relationship that is built on bullshit well that never works it doesn't it Mm -hmm. doesn't because then it's the superficial surface level conversation that isn't transformative and I'm not really here for anything that's trans not transformative like like I'm telling you I really like small talk yeah. Not into it. Yeah. Not give, into it. All. Give me some meat. Give me some meat. Give That's me something the right to word. think about. Yeah. You know, so, I know. I, you on. I, yes. And you on. We are out of time. All we are time. out of time. We just looked at that too. So that was a perfect way to end. Perfect way. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Next time I see you, we're going to be celebrating your 51st birthday <laughs> and our 50th episode. I know. I can't wait. I'm so excited. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us and we will see you next Thursday on the happy half hour. Bye. Bye.